wish you all a blessed new year 2023 let me share some of my thoughts with you even before we go to the promise verse sunday after sunday we have coming we have been coming here and worshiping god i think um, what i want to see is god's move in our midst you know it's it's good that we are coming here and worshiping and i'm not satisfied with you know what is happening i want much more i want to see a revival in this place because i have seen what god has done when i we were there in that nursery room in the passage in the very skating ring and you god was with us when no one else was there god was there and i don't want to leave this god just like that i want to see a revival in this place an unusual manifestations of the holy spirit in our midst move of the spirit in our midst and that's my hunger that's my hunger the little life i have i would like to see god moving in a mighty way we have got used to a way of just coming on sunday and worshiping is there that's all this much more than that much more than that and that's my hunger and if you are the person if god is speaking to you and you have that hunger i would request you to just message me personally we need to pray we need to start as a community i know all will not have that hunger if you think you have that hunger come what may it may take my time it may take my energy it may take my schedule whatever it is but i will give myself if you are ready to be to stand on the put yourself on the altar then message me and i need a small group to pray for a revival in this place a revival a revival a hunger that not that we come 10 o'clock at service we come rushing because god's presence is here that is what is my vision and i need partners i need co-laborers together as we pray i have no doubt we will see the manifestation that supernatural manifestations of the holy spirit in an unusual way we will see let's not be satisfied with just this sunday service there's much more that is kept for us and i encourage i appeal to all of you you know anyone this morning if the holy spirit is speaking to you and you have that burden you have that burden lord we want to see the move of your kingdom in our midst message me okay we'll go to the this year's promise verse it's found in john chapter 10 27 and 28 my sheep listen to my voice i know them and they follow me i give them eternal life and they shall never perish no one will snatch them out of my hand amen you know the security of jesus sheep that's what i want to speak uh, this morning you know this is not just one promise if you if you read this verse carefully there are four promises 
you know, I know them. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Hallelujah. Four promises God has given to each one of us this morning. You know, as we read that passage, as we see that context, there are two things. One is the marks of Jesus' sheep or the characteristics of Jesus' sheep. I don't want to talk about that today. You know, I want to give us that hunger and that assurance that what's meant by the security of Jesus' sheep. And once we know what is kept for us, then probably, then I'll take the marks of Jesus' sheep, then we can see whether I am also Jesus' sheep or not. For this morning, I just want to focus on one thing, the security. Once you are in Jesus, once we are in Jesus, what do we have in Jesus? And that's what's there in this promise. You know, we have eternal security. I don't know how often we think about our eternal security. It is, it is like, how do I compare? I can, you know, I can liken it to your moral insurance policy. You know, we have health insurance policy, motor vehicle a policy, you know, vehicle car insurance policy, property insurance policy, all these things we have. In all these policies, what we have is we have a starting day and we have an expiry day, closing day. You know, you have to keep renewing it. Okay, this is one moral policy. You have a starting day and you don't have an end day. That is the security we have in Jesus. Once you are in Jesus, if you are genuinely, if you are in Jesus once, the opening date is there, closing date is not there. It is for eternity we are so secure. That's what we have in this verse. Have you ever thought about it? How secure we are in Jesus? We always look for security in so many other things. But once you are in Jesus, you are secure. You have been insured for eternity. That's what we have in these verses. And this is such a great insurance policy. It is so great. If you, if you read the Bible, Jacob lost some of his sheep. If you read David, David also lost a few of his sheep to a lion and bear. But our Lord Jesus has never lost even one of his sheep. He has not lost. He has not lost even one of his sheep. That's the kind of assurance and insurance that we have in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has never lost a sheep in the past. He will never lose it now, and he will never lose it in the future also. Once you come to Jesus, you are so, so secure. You are so secure. That is the life that we have in Jesus. So, how do we have the security in Jesus? Jesus gives us four promises. Uh, 
not one because one oh it may work it may not work four promises to assure us that you are so secure in me and the four promises are i know them i know them previous one i give them eternal life they shall never perish no one will snatch them out of my hand four promises to say that your moral insurance policy it has no expiry date if you have doubt you know i will go through this verse and i'll show you jesus wants to give us the double assurance i know human beings i know they tend to vacillate you know they they are not very certain so jesus knows our heart our, our mental condition so he gives us the double assurance i'll show you in this verse so he gives us four promises and since there are four promises even if you don't remember these verses i want you to remember this one thing you are my sheep all through this year let it keep ringing out in your ear you are my sheep you are my sheep wherever you are whatever you are doing in whatever situation you are let this one whatever may be your situation you are my sheep let that ring in our ears all through this year you know what is the promise that you have you are my sheep you want to make it personal say i am his sheep i am his sheep so let's look at these promises one by one the first promise is i know them john 10:27 says my sheep listen to my voice i know them my sheep listen to my voice i know them you know jesus christ knows the sheep because he has purchased his sheep he has gone out into the market he has looked out for his sheep and he has purchased that one valuable sheep and that's you and me he went around he has purchased you with his precious blood that's why he knows us he has bought us how he bought us not by giving some few hundreds of dollars or rupees he gave his life and he bought us that was our situation we couldn't do anything we were in total depravity we didn't even know we were lost and he came in search of us he brought us from the dominion of darkness into this marvelous kingdom of light he bought us he bought us with his life that is the beginning point you know we don't have to worry what's happening outside first let's sort out our relationship between us and our master i am a sheep he is my shepherd let this become very clear he bought us he purchased us and what did he do he adopted us into his family because he adopted into his family we become 
God's children. And that's the reason he knows us. He knows us personally, intimately. You know, when you go and buy something valuable, you know what you have bought. And you know how you will handle that thing. Imagine all your earnings, you are put on something to buy that. A piece of gold or a piece of land, whatever it is. You invested all your earnings and you bought that one small piece because it was so precious. You know, you will not just leave it anywhere you feel like. It will always be under your care, under your eyes. That is the way he has purchased you and me. We do not belong to ourselves. If we have been bought, we have no right over our lives because we belong to the master, the one who paid for me. I was in the darkness, so he has bought me with his blood, so I don't belong to myself. We belong to him. And how did he choose me? I have been chosen before the creation of the world. There are certain things we will not understand, but let's accept that. We have been chosen before the creation of the world. The more you get to close Jesus, you will say, Jesus, why me? Why me? The closer you get to him, you see, my goodness, what he has done. He, of all the people in this world, he came after me. That is, that is that experience that you get. You know, you have been chosen. You know, you have such an intimate relationship with him. It is not a superficial knowledge. I know a few verses in my mind. I know some verses from the Bible. Oh, that doesn't make me, you know, you know Jesus is not going to say I know him because I know a few verses. This is an experience where I know he has touched me. I was a leper and he touched me. I was a sinner and he forgave me. That is that true salvation experience. And he knows, you know, it is only in the presence of God. I know myself. Otherwise, I'm a good person. I'm better than others. I'm better than so many other people. It is in the presence of God. I have no claim to make because I know my condition, because I know my heart. He knows my heart so well. And I say, oh God, of all the people, you gave your life for me. That intimate relationship with him. And you are used, you know, I stand in awe of him. We sang that. I stand in awe of him because he took that first step. He came looking for me. Amen? If you had been, if you have that genuine experience, remember, you didn't go searching for him. He left his throne room and he came searching for you. Are you not amazed? 
that he came looking for you, searching for you, and he gave his life to say, you are so precious to me. He said in that market, you, whatever you want, I want this. And the devil said, I want your life. I'm ready to give my life, but I want this person because this person is so precious to me. I know them. I know them. It is not just a superficial knowledge that Jesus is talking about. It is such a personal, intimate. When you have accepted Jesus, there is a supernatural transaction that takes place between you and God. It is a supernatural transaction. It is not ordinary transaction. I know you. What's your name? From where you are coming? I know you. It's not that. It is much more than that. When that divine seed is placed inside my heart, I know it. I know it for sure. Because I'm a sheep, I lack nothing. I lack nothing in this life. I may have some things may not be there, but I don't lack anything because he is my shepherd. If you see Psalm 23, 1 to 4, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down. You can go further down. slide. Go further. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, if you are his sheep, you can get up in the morning and say, Oh Lord, you are my good shepherd. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. Have you come to that place? Have you come to that place to say, I know you. Lord, you are my shepherd and I am your sheep. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. That is the assurance. I know them. That's the reason we are able to say confidently, you know, as it's mentioned in Romans chapter 8, verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of God, Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing. And that is the assurance we have this morning. I know them. It is not only I know them. Hallelujah. I know them. In fact, I know you. That's what God is telling us this morning. You know, not only I know them, he promises I give them eternal life. I give them eternal life. You know, it is a kind of person who has promised I know them. You know, I can tell somebody, I know you. But what can I give that person? 
But when it is God who says, I know you, it is God who says, I know you, it is the character of that person that makes it so special for each one of us. I give them eternal life. The little hunger I have for God, God gives me. You know, in your life, if you think that you have little hunger for God, you know, it is God who gives us. What is interesting is, the Bible doesn't say, I gave to them eternal life. It is not one-time transaction. I give them. I constantly keep giving them eternal life. This eternal life is something. You constantly keep experiencing it more and more and more. It is not a one-time experience. Oh, that day I felt great. No, 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 no. This is something I give them eternal life. You know, with your religious emotions, you can create that hype. I have been saved. You can do that. And I, I you know, s a lady went to the pastor and said, you know, this is the 12th time I'm accepting God. 12th time. And the pastor was a matured person. And he said, oh, maybe they didn't do it rightly last time. You have that supernatural transaction only once, and you know it. You know it for yourself. It is not time and again. You know, in a religious experience, you can keep lifting your hand, it, depending on the who the speaker is. You know, he whips up your emotions, and you say, yes, I want Jesus. That is not. When this happens, the supernatural transaction happens, you know you have a seed in you because he keeps giving you every day. It is not enough that you had one time, one day experience. It is everyday experience. I give them eternal life. That's the reason Jesus said, because I live, you also will live. Because I live, you also will live. Because this God is giving you that life every day, every day, every day. You cannot say enough. It is not enough. I need you. I need you more and more and more. How does God increase and we will decrease? It's not going to happen in one day. It's constantly as you keep receiving him more and more. You hunger for him more and more. I need Lord. I need. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's okay to be dissatisfied with God. I'm not happy Lord. I want more of you. And then God says, I give you. I give them eternal life. That is a promise that is there. And it is left to you and me. Whether you want to be filled with that eternal life or you want to fill yourself with the things of the world, that is a choice you and I have to make. That is a choice. And there also the Holy Spirit has to help us. You know how weak we are? Without depending on the Spirit, we cannot even experience these promises. Because I live, you also will live. You remember the story of Nicodemus? You have to be born again. 
you know, you have to be born again by water and spirit. Because the birth always takes, takes place because of the spirit. The wow. Holy Spirit moves in us and brings us to God. You know, we are so lost that God, God's spirit has to come into us and God's spirit has to draw us closer to Jesus. We are so lost. But for the Savior, we would have drowned in the sea. We were drowning. We were not lost. You know, in Galatians chapter 1, Paul will say, I was drowning. You know, when you are drowning, you don't need a manual. How to swim, how to come out. When you are drowning, you need somebody to come and rescue you. And that's what Jesus has done for you and me. And that's what Jesus makes us aware. When we go into his presence, we understand, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And we pray, we say that he brought me out from the miry clay. That miry clay you only know when you get in to go to him and you see, <gasps> my goodness, where was I? Why did he ever come after me? All the better people are there. You realize that. And not only he brings you out, he gives you that eternal life. Life. We can, uh, we can fake the salvation. We can do that. You know, sometimes we can try to do that. Faking is devil's specialization. But when this really happens, we know that what we have got is so precious. You know, that's why Peter says, for we have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. If the salvation is true, that seed is something imperishable. It is not perishable seed. It is imperishable. The word becomes alive. It is so alive. When we go to study the characteristics of the sheep, we will see that. You know, because I know them, they listen to my voice. So when we when we look at the characteristics of sheep, we will see that how imperishable is that seed and how it gives life, brings life in us. We, once we are born again, okay, let's just imagine that my you know, final destination is Bangalore City Station or City Bus Stop. Let's just imagine. Okay, that's my final destination. Once I am saved, you know, when I get into the bus here, I have to go to the Bangalore City's bus stop. That's my final de destination. I get a ticket from Jesus, and it's not a halfway ticket. It's not that the conductor will drop me somewhere you know, in Martha Halli and say, no, no, that's all. When you accept Jesus, when you get that ticket, you will reach ba 
Bangalore city bus stop. It is, it's not halfway ticket. Once that salvation has happened, you will reach that place because that ticket is for that city bus stop. The final destination is your celestial home. You will reach that place. Maybe in between, yes, there are some road repair going on, so you may have to take some diversion. Maybe. Maybe, okay, for a few days, I may be in the Manipal hospital. But I know where I will reach because the ticket is there. The final destination is the Bangalore city bus stand. Nobody, unless God's bus breaks down. If that is a bus of God, I will reach that destination. That is the salvation experience. I give them eternal life. Ask yourself, how sure are you of this eternal life? He promises eternal life. How much sure are you of this eternal life? He has given the best gift that's possible. You know, when we created the earth itself, he said it is good, it's good, it's good. He was making it everything good so that it will be good for us. When he came and died for us, he has given the best gift. There's nothing better than this in this world. There's no better gift than this. This is the gift of all the gifts that you can imagine. That's what he has given to you and me. I give them eternal life. And then he says, the third promise, they shall never perish. They shall never perish. You know, you are my sheep, means I know them, I give them eternal life, they shall never perish. 10.28 says, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. As I said, you know, Jacob lost some of his sheep, if you read in the Bible. And David also lost some of his sheep. You can read that. You know, he had to fight the lion and the bear and all that. He lost. But Jesus is the only shepherd who has not lost even one of his sheep. And if you think it's just like that, you know, it's such an ordinary thing. Remember, there is an adversary who is always working against you. He is like a roaring lion. He is always working against us. And when he has rescued us, he has rescued us from that roaring lion. Have you ever thought about it? Why Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, should come down to this earth and die in my place? Because we couldn't, we are no match to this roaring lion. We cannot fight this roaring lion with our strength, with our ability, with our so-called intelligence. You need God himself to come and to defeat 
this roaring lion. He is constantly after his God's children. But I know I have the ticket. He will try to come and attack me. He's not going to sit quiet. He's a roaring lion. He may try to pounce on me. But I have this ticket. I will reach my destination. Hallelujah. They shall never perish. I still have sinful desires in me. I still have. It's not completely gone. I'm still selfish. I'm still self-centered. I still get angry. But, but, I will not perish. I will not perish. You know, Jesus has not called us to perfection. You know, he saved me while I was yet a sinner. He's constantly working. He's giving me eternal life. I'm becoming better. And I shall never perish. The Bible clearly says in this world you have problems. You know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, they are working 24-7. You may sleep for 12 hours, but these little, little demons are working 24-7. They're working against God's children. And Jesus says, they shall never perish. Once he has chosen you, once he has plucked you out from that place, you will never perish. No one. Jesus Christ has never lost his sheep. You know, somebody might say, since I will never be lost, why can't I commit sin? That clearly shows you have not been saved. If you are asking that question, it shows you have not been saved. You don't have the genuine experience of salvation. If you know you have been saved, you will never ask that question. You will say, why will I do this? Why will I do this? You know, it's like, <coughs> I hope little children are not here. Okay. If I'll, uh, I'll go to Pastor Sani's house, I see Stuti, and he's, we say that, Stuti, if you do something wrong, your father will cut you into different pieces. She will say, I know my father, you get out of this place. Okay, that's our God. And if I say, Stuti, your father loves you so much, why should you do something to displease him? She'll say, yes. He loves me so much, I will not do anything to displease him. That's the way God loves us. When you know God's love, you're not going to say, even if I commit sin, no, 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 no. He loves me so much, why will I displease him? Why will I displease him? His love is amazing. You know, of all the people, you know, he has chosen me, his love is so amazing. They shall never, never perish. You know, we all have a tendency, you know, we are not perfect people. 
standing on the stage, I can say how broken I am, how imperfect I am. None of us is perfect. You know, looking back, we always feel we have messed up. You know, but this, we fall sick, we catch cold, we have fever, we have other sickness also, go to doctor, like that. This doctor, shepherd, shepherd doctor, he keeps treating us. That is, that's what happens in this life. He keeps treating us. We fall. That's why he says they shall never perish. It doesn't mean we are perfect. He has chosen, he has picked up. We are, everything is perfect. No, I want to do good yet. I end up doing wrong. But this shepherd doctor never gives up on us. He keeps treating us. Come, come, come. You have little cold? I'll give you a little medicine. You know, that's why he gives us eternal life every day. Every day he knows. Today you need to take cough syrup. Tomorrow you have to take some other tablets. He keeps giving that. And he keeps treating us. And that's the reason he could say, they shall never perish. And we are all sheep. You know, if you study the nature of sheep, one thing is the sheep's nature is to just wander away. It is, it is in the, it's inbuilt. They are stupid animals. If you think sheep is something, you know, it's a glorious title, don't think. It is stinking. It is stupid. And Jesus, the Savior, has come after the stupid and stinking animal. And this animal has the tendency to wander away. And because the shepherd is so good, he will not allow me to wander away. Oh, you're going there. You have seen that mother, you know, the, the little bird just tries to run away. You know, have you seen the monkey? How it takes care of that little monkey? Have you seen that? You know, the, the little monkey tries to jump. It just catches its tail. I don't know if you have seen it or not. It's so beautiful. The mother monkey will not allow it. The little monkey tries to jump. It just catches the tail. That's all. That's the way God, you know, he takes care of us. As we try to wander away, where do you want to wander away? He'll just catch us. That's the reason he could say sh they shall never perish. Otherwise, we all have a tendency to go and jump into the well. That's a human tendency. Self-destructive we are. Self-destructive. And this, once you come to this fold, sheepfold, he will not allow us to go anywhere. We may be broken, we may be troubled, we may be disappointed, we may be laid off, we may be failure, we may be so tired, we might think we are good for nothing, but let me tell you, we shall never perish. Hallelujah. Whatever may be your history, whatever may be your past, once you come to this fold, you will never perish. That is the policy, that is the security that we have in Jesus. Finally, no one will snatch them out of my hand. You know, when you are a sheep, the promise is, I know them, I give them eternal life, they shall never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. The devil may try to give us difficult time, a horrible time, but he cannot take us from the shepherd's hand.
He will try to come and attack, but he cannot take us from the shepherd's hand. You know, your past will haunt you, but you are in shepherd's hand. The devil will try to say, of all the people, do you think you have been saved? Tell him, get lost devil, I am in the shepherd's hand. It's for my shepherd to answer that question. I don't have to answer about my past because now I am in my shepherd's hand. My shepherd will answer that. No one will snatch me out of his hand. Do you have that assurance? We have that eternal security. You know, we are human beings, so what? I heard, a, I heard a great sermon, but then you go out of the church and you doubt, pastor was talking so much, have I been really saved? You know, Jesus knows. Even people who are genuinely saved, they will have this question. So Jesus, you know, Jesus knows that kind of questions that comes to our mind. And he says, no one will snatch them out of my hand. It's enough, no? Because we are doubtful people, to, to clear all our doubts, he says in John 10, 29, something interesting. My father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. If you think you can be snatched out of Jesus' hand, Jesus is making it doubly clear. He wants to assure you, if you think you can be snatched out of Jesus' hand, no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. That is the assurance you and I have. We are so valuable to Jesus because we have been chosen by the Father. Have you thought about your salvation? Even before the creation of the world, even before sin came to this world, you know, God had made a plan of salvation. And in that salvation, your name and my name was there. Hallelujah. God has chosen us and he told Jesus, see, these are the names. You know, we don't know why all the names are not there. I don't know. But I know this much. I have been chosen. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I know that. And I also know I have been chosen even before the creation of the world, before the foundations of the earth were laid. That is why my salvation is so secure. People can kill me. Sickness can kill me. But I have that eternal security in Jesus. He will take me to the final destination. Nothing, nothing can ever pluck me out from my master's hand because I have been chosen my, by my father and he is greater than all. No, no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. It is something like this. You know, suppose we assume that you know, the little child is in my hand. I'm holding that child with my hand. You know, I'm a strong person. 
so nobody can snatch the child from my hand. Okay, now I have the double security. The double security is, now, God's hand is also here. You know, once you are saved, it is not only that you are in Jesus' hand, you are also in God's hand. You, can you see this double security? That is the assurance God gives each one of us. Now, if devil has to take us, you know, he has to fight with Jesus Christ, and he has to defeat Jesus Christ, which he, you know, he was defeated at the cross. Even assuming that he will defeat Jesus Christ, he has to defeat God the Father. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Jesus says, you are being chosen by your Father. Your Father has chosen you. Abba Father has chosen you. Do you have that assurance this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has chosen you. God has chosen you. And, you know, it is not that you are in Jesus' hand, which is secure hand. It is God's hand, which is covering that. And we are so precious to Jesus, you know why? Have you received something memorable from your grandparents, great-grandparents, something very special, and you have kept it in the house, and it is so precious to you, or maybe for generations it has, it has been passed on to you, you will say, even if the thief comes, if he takes everything else, I don't care, but let him not take that one particular thing. Do you realize? Because it is so special to you. That's the same way. Jesus has God has chosen you, and you are that special inheritance for Jesus. Hallelujah. You are so special. When Jesus says, you are my sheep, you are so special because you have been chosen by God the Father. And Jesus, he will give his life, but he will not lose you. That's why he would, what he did on the cross, I would rather die than lose my father's inheritance. He gave his life because you were his father's inheritance. Hallelujah. Do you get this assurance, the security that you have in Jesus? Have you ever thought about it? It has come as a promise. I pray, I know that I preached this last night. I'm doing it again. I wanted to just sink into our very system, into our being. How secure we are in God. Have you ever thought about it? We are trying to make our life secure in this world. Today there'll be one COVID, there'll be another variant, then there'll be another variant. God is our refuge and strength. Will you be able to say that? You know, God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear. COVID will come, sickness will come, failures will come. You know, there'll be so many things. It's not a good world, broken world. The news that you hear, they are not great. Recession will be there, layoff will be there. But I will not fear. Therefore, I will not fear. Even if the earth gives way. You know, if you are living in a land where there are earthquakes, you are always, you know, you have that fear. 
and the david says you know even if earth gives way i will not fear though the mountains fall into the heart of the sea have you ever imagined that mountains falling into the heart of the sea not just at the edge of the sea heart of the sea i will not fear god is our refuge he is our security that's why you know in philippians it's written he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of christ jesus if you have experienced that good work in your life you are so secure in the hands of god because he will carry it on to completion until the day of christ jesus are you ready to entrust your life to god and say god you are the alpha and the omega i just entrust my life into your hand you are my security you are my security lord it's no, i think if i have this my life is secure if i have this you know there are many idols in our heart we say you know if i achieve this i'll have security if my relationship works well then i have security if i have designation i have security if i have money i have security if all my children they study well i have security if i marry i have security none of these things can give you eternal security jesus alone can give you eternal security hallelujah hallelujah are you running after this eternal security or every year you have to renew that insurance policy you know every year if you fail the next year you have to pay the fine also this is one insurance policy if you come into this fold of jesus your life is secured it is secured forever and ever and ever hallelujah hallelujah we are so secure in 2023 i am not saying that no challenges everything will work out well no i am not saying that you know there'll be no sickness you know you will have you know sometimes people say that you come to jesus he'll give you you want car he will give you you want a life partner he will give you you know this is how we market we tell jesus will give you this 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 but when at martha hali when there is a speed breaker he doesn't know what to do when you come to jesus he gives you that eternal life that one way ticket you have got it whether you get a bus whether you marry you don't marry you have got that eternal that one way ticket god will take you to the final destination you will be in the manipal hospital but you know your final destination you will be facing death but you will know your final destination nothing can trouble you there'll be earthquake but you know your final destination you know nothing i will not fear because i know in whose hand i am i'm not only in jesus hand i'm also in father's hand no one can snatch them out of my father's hand if you doubt your salvation 
you are doubting first you are doubting Jesus ability to save you and you are also doubting God's wisdom and his ability to save you you know we have received such a wonderful promise this year you are my sheep you are my sheep will you personalize this promise you know the gift that you get depends on your faith it depends on your faith if you keep doubting you will keep struggling but once you know that I've got that you know a one-way ticket not halfway ticket to the final destination then I can enjoy my life that eternal life you can enjoy here you will get a taste of that eternal life here itself because he keeps giving us eternal life every day every day you live because I live he gives that eternal life don't allow the things of the world to determine your identity you are his sheep not your designation not your money not your position you know not what you have achieved in this world no if there is my if there's anything worth in me it is because of what Jesus did on the cross it is because of what he did on the cross that is the worth. my education all degree all medals they're nothing they are nothing let me let me tell you that what Jesus has done can never come closer to any of the things this world offers you are my sheep 2023 we don't know whether COVID is going to come recession is going to hit we have no idea one thing we know you are my sheep we are in the hands of Jesus you know his hands you know Jesus hands nail pierced hands you are in the nail pierced hands that hand will never never leave you never abandon you people of this world may abandon you people of this world may blame you people of this world may find fault with you but this hand will never leave you the nail pierced hand of Jesus will never leave you would you prefer to be a sheep of Jesus or a king in the jungle the world offers you can be a king of the jungle the world offers all money all dazzling things it offers do you want to be a king of the jungle or you want to be a sheep of Jesus what is your preference we have that eternal security we have that assurance once you are in Jesus nothing can snatch you out of his hand what a great promise what a great promise there can be no better promise than this I'm sure that 2023 will be a great year for all of us whatever may be the challenges whatever may be your problems one thing we know in whose hand we are we are in Jesus hand we are in Jesus hand hallelujah hallelujah nothing
you know, not only Jesus' hand, no one can snatch me out of my Father's hand. What a great, you know, double assurance. We need that double assurance. You, know, you see that? We are not easy people. We don't believe so easily. Even after this double assurance, we still, when we look at the marks of the sheep, then we will see that, you know, have you really believed this promise or not? But uh, my prayer is that all of us, including me, we will enjoy this promise all through this year. It should keep ringing in our ear, you are my sheep. When you go to bed, you are my sheep. When you get up in the morning, you are my sheep. The moment you are my sheep, I lack nothing for the day. I lack nothing for the day because the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. What a great life. What a great life. You may not have a car, you may not have a house of your own, but you lack nothing because the Lord is your shepherd. What a great promise. Shall we give our lives completely to this Savior and say, have your way in my life. Because you gave your life to make me as your sheep. Today you have your life. Have your way in my life. I only pray that we will have that assurance. All those, it's time for us to examine our life. Do I have this assurance? The word of God has come to you clearly. Jesus has given you this assurance. Do you have this assurance? Are you still running after, if I don't have, I lack something. You cannot have Jesus plus something. Either you have Jesus or you have the things of the world. You cannot have Jesus plus something. I have Jesus, enough, enough. Whatever I need, he's the shepherd. It is shepherd's responsibility to give me. It is shepherd's responsibility to take care of me. I am a sheep. What a great life, what a great life that we have. Do not be anxious about anything in this world. Anything. What, what, what better thing you want other than this? You are the sheep. You are my sheep. Who came in Ashakabharat, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word, O oh God. Chief Shepherd, Great Shepherd, we come to you. You have chosen us. We didn't choose you, but you chose us. Thank you that there is something about us before we ever came to be in this planet. Thank you that, Lord, we are just not what a date of birth has designed and defined us. You have chosen us. Before, Lord, we were in our mother's womb. You You've given us that plan of salvation. You coded that spiritual DNA in us, Father. And thank you that you put your seal and signature over us, that, Lord, we will not be lost and we will not be perished. For you sent your Son so that when we believe in you, we will not perish, but we will have eternal life. And I pray this is 2023, every single day, that life will be kicking in us. 
that life will flow like a stream of living waters, that life will turn into words that will build people, that life will fill our homes, Father, break rejection, negativity, every hopelessness, every fear that is programmed around this world, I pray that life will emanate in and through us, Lord. People of God, would you lift your hands and say, Lord, let that life flow through me. Life flow through me. I pray death will be cancelled. Every portion of death that's working in anybody here, in the name of Jesus, our life. I pray, oh God, that Lord, you will cancel. Chains will break. The life of the Spirit will find its deep expression in us this morning, oh God. We praise you. We want to know you. Lord, we want to know you and to be known by you. What a joy that you are our shepherd. We will not be lost. Our Father has taken care of us. You will not lose us, O oh God. Thank you for the eternal destination. I pray today our eyes will be open. Our understanding will be enlightened to know that you know us. And you've given us an eternal security, a double protection, O oh Father. We will not be plucked out from your hand. Lord, you have hemmed us just like the mountains around Jerusalem. The Lord has surrounded us. And I pray that assurance will sink deep within in 2023. Thank you for your goodness. We worship you. We celebrate you. We are in awe of you for your love and for your goodness. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.